Welcome to the 150th episode of Records Revisited. We're a podcast dedicated to the magic of music. I'm the DJ, the MC, the host on the East Coast. I'm Ben Montgomery. Joining me is the man, well, he's so simple-minded, he can't drive his module. He bites on the neon and, and sleeps in a capsule. Loves to be loved. Loves to be loved. Here's my co-host from the left coast, Gene Genie, or you may know him as Wayne Fugate. Hola, Ben. How mean. And all I really want is love. That's that's all you need. Um, all right. Premise of our podcast, fairly simple. You know the drill by now. We talk about music, but do do we need to do the do we do need to do the t-shirt thing? Even though we're, you don't have to. <clears throat> I am wearing a T-shirt. Um, I didn't put any thought, I, and I've never worn it before. It's a Seahawks T-shirt, which I don't know why I'm wearing it after they thoroughly embarrassed themselves yesterday. They kind of pooped the bed yesterday. We're recording this the day after the Giants humiliated the Seahawks at home. At home. Yeah, with no no crowd. It's I don't I know I don't know that any game's a home game anymore. But yeah. But that was that was a thorough thorough beatdown. It's depressing. All right, where where are we going with this? Oh, uh, my <laughs> my t shirt, my t shirt. So I'm uh, in, in a in a, a little bit of a callback to our 100th episode. I am wearing my Smiths t shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you realize it's been 50 episodes since it was just you and me doing one of these just you and me style podcast episodes? No, I thought I thought that episode was two years ago. Everything, there's so much has happened. It, it, it was April. We recorded that in April. Yeah, well, two years has happened since April. It feels like it, yeah. <laughs> Um, do, do you want to reveal your, um, your, your health issues right now? Oh, I beat the vid, but, but I had it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you are, uh, you're, you're feeling better. I was, uh, I was worried about you. We did record a couple episodes, uh, where I could definitely tell that you were under the weather, that you were not the, uh. You, you were not my, my, my typical, well, I don't even know. I was going to say my typical jovial uh, co-host, but that jovial really doesn't describe you very well. Uh, yeah. My goal in life is to be happy, go lucky. It's never yeah. happened, but uh, that's my, <laughs> that's my dream is to one day be happy, go lucky. Uh, yeah. Also, I, you know, I don't have a drinking problem, but, I do have a drinking solution sometimes and I obviously being sick didn't have a lot to drink. So sometimes that make, that could play into it. So, so when you're sick, do you lay off the sauce? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I just drink water. Okay. Does it see, I'm, I'm asking from, from a standpoint, you know, I don't drink. So does it, if you drink while you're, while you're sick, do you feel like that makes you more lethargic? Does it? <laughs> I, think some, I think it makes you more pathetic. I don't. I don't know the science behind it, but I feel like when I'm 
and I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't drink to feel better necessarily. It's just All not, right. I don't, I had a, I don't have a problem. Uh, and I think if you drink, if you drink when you're sick, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, fair, fair enough. Um, I, I will say this. I did get a couple, I got a couple listener comments, uh, as we're, you know, I was soliciting, soliciting. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much editing that's going to happen on this episode. Uh, so I, I, I was out on the socials kind of, kind of doing a little self celebration and asking people, you know, bring some comments cause we're, we're getting ready to record episode 150 and, um, you know, I was asking people what their favorite episodes were, how they stumbled on us, etc. And uh, my brother Dave, of course, chimed in and said, uh, you know, he he loved uh, a couple of the episodes, the ones with with Toad, the Nirvana and Soundgarden episodes we did as well. And he said, um, also, Drunken Angry Wayne is the best Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, it. I'm not gonna lie. That is, he is the best. But uh, it's it's just a it's a timing thing. He has to just to just have to get it just right. I'm angry all the time. Well, yeah, but the I think the drunk just accelerates the anger. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a family tradition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you're not even Scottish. Oh yeah, I, I'm. It could be. I could be some Scottish, Welsh, English. It's all all right in there, according yeah. to Ancestry.com. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, looking at some other other comments from some peeps. Um, John Luther. John Luther chimed in. He says. I came in after learning about the second Brian Dunn episode. I devoured those, went to Ken Yates, hearing that he had been on. And uh, he also uh, mentioned Liz Longley, Glenn Phillips, Randy Gus, Stephanie Lambring, Shannon Labrie. Um, all were, were some of his favorite episodes. Kevin Peters chimed in. Uh, he said, best guess album combo Lily Hyde and Harvest. I, I can't argue with that. That's a great uh, combo. I'd go Lisa Loeb and David Bowie, but okay. That's that. That's a good one as well. Uh, favorite overall podcast episode. This one was kind of surprising. Uh, he liked the Toto's Africa episode that we did. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I think that uh, Kevin is going to become your 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 favorite listener. Because uh, here's what he said. He said, uh, we need to have an episode about Sticky Fingers. That goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely uh, we definitely need to do that. Um, we're just waiting for the right guest to, to pick that. We, we need a guest to pick that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see. Who else do we have? All right, Nathan Nickel, who um, he he's now my favorite, or one of my favorite uh, favorite uh, listeners. He said my first episode 
was the Glenn Phillips episode. And then in no particular order or timeline, others, other favorites have been Matthew causes the wildflowers episode, Scott Terry, maybe you've been brainwashed to the, 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 uh, new radicals episode we, we did recently, both Matt Nathanson's and the Randy Gus one was killer. Um, says as far as what I'd love to hear in 2021, he said, you guys ever listen to any of the go between albums? Yes. I would love to do a go betweens episode. Uh, love them. Very, very underrated Australian band. Uh, he said, uh, throwing this one out for Wayne to keep, to keep help, to help the punk movement. You should, guys should do a episode on the damned machine gun etiquette would be rad. Oh yeah. So I yes, can't, it would can't argue with that, that I would, I, I'm see, he, he mentions you to keep the punk movement thing going, but I like the damn too. Maybe not as much as you do, but I, I like the damn. I was just listening to that record a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, Nicole Valley. She said her first listen was Jesse Humphreys episode. That was a while ago. So thanks for, thanks for continuing to listen, Nicole. Uh, Chris Nelson, man, a few words on, on Twitter. He just said, love the show. <laughs> so we're, we're good with that. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, uh, shout out to Will Weiser. He uh, he mentioned, can we get a podcast, pretty please, of Living Color? Top spot for me is Cult of Personality. So yeah, I'm 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 all for that. I love that record yeah, so much. And I don't know how you top that song. I love Middleman, but that I I still don't think that I could I could put anything above Cult of Personality. Yeah. All right. Lastly, Allison Kemp. She says, I can't remember how I found you. Love the Vitalogy episode. By the way, Allison is a big Pearl Jam fan. Uh, and she says, but I, I just like your show in general. So smiley face on that. So <laughs> smiley face back to you, Allison. All right. Um, let's get to it. So we're, we're doing this at the end of 2020. You guys all know that 2020 has been... Um, big steaming crap pile and uh but but through all the crap that uh we've had to endure there's been some really good music out this year like some really good music yeah you agree oh yeah i got some i got some honorable mentions i gotta i gotta i gotta give out before we get into it all right so so some things that are are just missing my top 12. By the way, this is not a top 10 list. This is a top 12 list, and that's in honor of Wayne and I being a part of the 12s. We are the, the, the Seahawks faithful, as Wayne mentioned earlier, that he's still wearing his Seahawks shirt, even though they completely crapped the bed yesterday. So um, kudos for that. Um, all right, here's, here's my missing outs. Ready? Yep. Some, you, some, you might know, some, you might not know. 
All right. Uh, Eric Church, stick that in your country song. I almost moved that in to the top 12. Almost did. <sighs> Love that song so much. It's so anti-established. He is the new Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings. He, he just, I don't know. That that song in and of itself. Everybody knows who lives in Detroit and Baltimore. Um, he he just anti-establishment right in the face of of the people that he's you know supposed to try to please. It just uh, he's the best. He really is. Um, n- number one bucket list. It's either him or Dave Grohl for <laughs> for guests on the podcast. He'd be a great guest on a, on our show because you know he's a music nerd. Oh, after listening to Record Year, I'm sure he is. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Bree Kennedy, where did summer go? Missed out on the out on our list because it just came out a couple weeks ago. Beautiful song. And if you guys did not catch that episode that we did with her on on Heim. Uh, definitely go check that out. Lydia Luce. I think I've talked about Lydia on this, on this podcast. Um, her song occasionally just missed out. Another beautiful song. All right. Fiona Apple. So I'm on record saying that fetch the bolt cutters is my second favorite record of the year, but there isn't, in my opinion, there isn't a standout song on the record. So it's one of those records that you kind of have to listen to in full instead of just like, you know, one-off songs that I think a lot of the ones that we're going to talk about were not on albums. They may have been on some EPs. I know for a couple couples that were on EPs, but most of these were like singles by themselves. So I do, I do want to preface the, the list that we're going to go through because I listened to a lot of records this year. So like albums in their entirety, Fiona's, Carolina's Story, um, the top album that I'm going to reveal later, Stephanie Lambring's really great record, Kashana Armstrong's really great record. Um, I know I'm missing a ton. Oh, Jason Isbell's really great record. Uh, Brian Fallon, Local Honey was was fantastic as well. I'm missing some. But what what do you what do you got? What what are some of the ones that missed out on your list? Um, yeah, Eric Church, Kashana, the song, a couple of songs off of her record almost made it. Um, gosh, there was you know stuff off Brendan Benson's new record. Uh, probably yeah. could have put everything from Grace Potter's latest record on here um i i found that early on in the year uh and probably i I bet i listened to it you know 50 times just so much so much i don't even know where to begin yeah and that and we're just talking about like new albums were there any were there any older albums that you went back to again and again um uh, older stuff I kind of mixed around. <clears throat> Just tried listening to something new every day. Um, just, the, just the usual suspects. In Between Days, uh, Beggar's Banquet, uh, Paul's Boutique. I don't know if I've listened to Paul's Boutique yet this year. 
you should. It's great. <laughs> well, I've listened to like everything else from the Beast Who. I mean, we did the we did the episode on Check Your Head, and then I I spun Ill Communication um, a couple times when I found it at the Goodwill. I think I even played License to Ill. Yeah, we did. I, we we played License to Ill on our family vacation. Because, you know, the family that listens to BC Boys together stays together, right? Isn't that, isn't that the saying? Something it's like as that. in my house. <laughs> All right. Um, let's jump into it. So um, I, I almost said our scoring is based on... <laughs> I'm so used to saying that uh, when I say let's jump into it. All right. What's your number 12? My number 12 is from a previous guest, uh, Twice as High by Roger Harvey. Maybe in the valley with the famous stars On Silver Lake and some fake dive bar High up in the desert with the coyotes Sleeping in a trailer out in Joshua Tree We want separate things Went on separate ways Sometimes I wish we would have made it anyway And this song is, I, I, I was just listening to it at today to kind of re-familiarize myself and I just love it's got this classic country but this 21st century country sound like it's it's almost timeless but yet it still sounds like it could have been on a jukebox in a honky tonk in you know this mid 70s I just how do you not love steel guitar I don't know anybody who says they don't should be hitting the head with a hammer Love steel guitar. Ugh, good stuff. Uh, and Roger um, Roger even provided a little little sand clip for us, thanking us for including him on the list. Here, here it is. Hello, this is Roger Harvey. I just wanted to say thank you to Records Revisited for putting my song Twice as High on your most listened to songs list this year. I hope everyone's making it the best they can through this crazy moment. And I look forward to seeing everyone on the other side. Yeah, Roger's Roger's great. Um, if uh, if you remember, I invited him back on for the John Prine celebration episode that I did as well. So um, yeah, we we love Roger here, and uh, I think that he is he's doing a, a live stream event on uh, what day is that? December 19th I think it is. So um if you're if you're listening to this episode as soon as it comes out uh definitely go check that out and he kind he hasn't said who his friends are going to be for that but he put out a playlist uh on Spotify of his quote unquote friends and if any of those dudes show up it's going to be a good show. So cuz he put Brian Fallon on there. He put the Menzingers on there. Put uh, Kaylee Goldsworthy on there. So, yes. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Uh, my number 12 is Cool for a Second. And that is by Yumi Zuma. Don't sit you 
And I, I will preface this. I, I haven't, I haven't listened to the Yumi Zuma record for a few months. It, it was released in early 2020 and I played the crap out of it earlier this year. And we had two members of the band, of course, come on for episodes earlier in the year that were both a lot of fun. We did, um, we did a blink 182 with, uh, (laughs) Josh, with Josh, who, uh, he's a, he's a character. And then we, (laughs) and then we also did, uh, you weren't available for the one with Charlie because he was in London. So the time difference didn't work. Uh, but we did a, uh, Kings of Leon episode with him. So, um, great, great, great bunch of, uh, folks. And, um, yeah, definitely go check you out, Yumi Zumo. I, I just I was listening to that song today again, and I just love they have this. I don't know. It almost feels like I'm in a dream when I'm listening to, and I don't know if it's it has to do with, with the the lead singer's voice or something atmospheric about it. it. Just makes me feel like I'm I'm half awake. I'm in a dream. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That I love that feel, and I think there's a couple other songs on my list that, that kind of fit that, that, that vibe as well. All right. What do you got for number 11? Number 11 is take the edge off by Ron Pope. vocal in this is so haunting it's almost like it's the the alcohol or the ghost of the girl that's you know that he's that he still longs for it just this is profoundly heartbreaking did you google to see who was the who's the female I, you know what one of the first time i heard it i know carolyn spence went out on the road with him and i i i want it to be her i did not look to see who it actually is. I'm not positive that, that it is, but there, the oh. first time I think I heard it, I, I, that's the, the name that went into my head, but Carolyn it's Spence not, is on it's, here. It's Emily Scott Robinson. Oh, and she's fantastic as well. I didn't realize that was her on that. Oh yeah. This is, this is a really great, great song. I love bone structure. The album that it comes from. Oh Yeah really really great album and um so hopefully ron is uh, is listening to this episode and um yeah ron we we definitely want you to come uh, on an episode for 2021 agreed oh absolutely it goes without saying i would be yeah. i'd be freaking awesome yeah all right uh my number 11 is uh is a door by harry styles <laughs>
You can make fun of me all you want. It's adore you, number one. And it's not that I'm disappointed. It's that I'm just completely baffled. Like, I don't got any hate for the kid, but I don't think that he, I, I just, your fascination with him puzzles me. Why? Why do, why do you I, think that puzzles you? I, I don't, I find it to be exactly what you would expect from Harry Styles and pop music. And for somebody who I know to like some incredibly uh, good music, I, I don't, I, I just, it's puzzling. It just, it, once again, it baffles me. I, I've done things similarly. Like I've, I've been on record saying Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. I think that's a great song. Uh, but I, this has come up before. So this is not just a, a one-time thing. It's just, yeah, and, I don't know. And I'm, and I'm not just picking, I'm not just picking Harry Styles songs to piss you off. Oh, and I to, no, and I, to I, and to provoke the angry Wayne because <laughs> look, our listeners love angry Wayne, uh, <laughs> so true. I'm not I'm not trying to poke the bear at all. Uh, but his his two solo records are both really great records, and um, look, I'm. I'm on record of being being a huge Harry Styles fan. Maybe it is because I want to have something in common with um, my daughter and my wife who also dig Harry Styles. Stockholm Syndrome. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. But you know what? If it wasn't going to be Adore You, it would have been his song Falling because I've listened to that a lot as well. But um, I kind of figured that the rest of my list is pretty darn depressing so i went with adore you instead because um i feel like that's uh, a little more upbeat so okay still y'all done y'all yeah, done no hey look i'm saying use it because it's different to every person why it's so different to you i don't know but <laughs> all right I, I was hoping I was hoping to rag on you for one of your picks, but I, I like your entire playlist. So yeah, you've been too good of an influence on me. I mean, yeah, once again, I'm all, most there's very few. I think the oldest thing on this list is 2015, and that's remember my first list. I don't think I do. there was anything newer than 19, you know, 99. <laughs> the 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 first list was pretty. Um, yeah, that was pretty old man, old man in the CDs. Uh, that was definitely that was that was you. All right, it's what's a uh, long way in a short amount of time? Um, my number ten is "Boring" by Striking Matches. This is what I want popular music to sound like. This is not like we do a lot of Americana. They actually chose a Nickel Creek record, but this is a this is a pop song in its finest sense. Um, I love the mixing of the ma- ma- uh, male and female vocals. Um, 
I, I love that. Even though it may be a little bit uh, trite with the flip the script and blow the plot, I think that's a great, uh, you know, big kind of catchy moment in the song. And the one thing I will say about it is uh, Sarah is a phenomenal guitar player. And yes. that's the one thing that the track, and I don't, and I, I got to give him credit because I don't know that, I don't think this track has a spot for a big bluesy slide guitar face melter. And so they keep it out, but that's the only thing on here that, that, that is missing is, is because she is so, so fun. Anybody who's watched her Instagram videos, she's absolutely amazing. And that's the one thing that's not in this song, but everything else about this song is what I wish popular music was today. Yeah. They're great. They're, they're so good. Um, and they know how to write those kind of catchy songs. I mean, they had so many songs in Nashville, the, the the television series, and well, the the people who were watching Nashville were people who liked catchy music. That's what kept them in uh, watching watching that show. So they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. All right, uh, my number ten. Uh, did you actually think that I'd have a most listened to list without a not a surf song? <laughs> no. So here's here's looking for you from not a surf. This comes from their most recent record, which is Never Not Together, which came out earlier in 2020. Um, so people are always asking me, so what's what's your bucket list for guests to come on your podcast? And, um, well, I mentioned a couple people that we, you know, we definitely want to have on at some point. We're talking about you, Dave Grohl and Eric Church. Um, but uh, two of my bucket list guys are both Matthews and you know we're talking about Matthew Nathanson um but uh we were also finally able to get Matthew Cause from Not a Surf to come on the podcast um after what I guess about a year of asking yeah and I actually was thinking about this today those both those guys from Not a Surf Ira and Matthew just incredibly intelligent um, yeah, and wonderful people. Like I say, Matthew Cause is one of the nicest people I've ever had a conversation with. Um, and just like Ira, he's who's much more animated, but they're both incredibly intelligent as far as music goes, and not only just on who did what, but how it's done. I mean, I love listening to Ira break something down. Uh, I could I could have either one of those guys on every every week. I can say they're both incredibly 
genuine and interesting and nice people. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just can't say enough nice things about both those guys. Yeah. So you want to hear, hear a little funny anecdote about Ira? Yep. So one of our fellow podcasters listened to the episode that we did with Ira about uh, Rick Ocasek and the cars. And uh, he's like, hey, can you, can you see if Ira would be interested in coming on my podcast? So I was like, all right, I'll, sure. So I messaged him and said something about, hey, um, you know, would you be interested in coming on this other person's podcast? And I guess he didn't read the other person's podcast. And he was like, yeah, when, when, do, when do you want me to come on? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, so, so anyways, I, I did say we're going to have you back on in 2021. Uh, I would love that. It's always so much fun. He's just, he's so much energy. He just, like I say, he, he, he brings me up a notch even. He's just he's such an animated character, yeah. personality, yep. just yep. off the charts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you all may have started to notice that we've been having some of our favorites come back on for repeat episodes. So, you know, Scott Terry recently came back on to do, uh, the new radicals episode and, um, got Stephen Kellogg coming back on in a couple weeks. And yeah, so we're, um, we're, we're inviting some of our favorites back on and, um, I think there will be some other invitations thrown out. I, I want Shannon Labrie to come back on cause she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's a ton of fun. That was a lot of fun. But Ira, like I say, I think Ira, isn't he probably the first celebrity, maybe? Uh, he was. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like I say, then he was the first person to be on twice. I think he should just, friend of the show, should be on yep. as many times as we can get him on. Like I say, he picks great records, um, and he really, like I say, the way he breaks down things on a musical level where it's uh, completely understandable. I mean, he, he can bring it into a, into layman's terms and it's so, so easily. Yeah. Love him. All right. What's your next song? My, my number nine song is by another guest. Um, it is my second favorite song about the city of Portland. It is P town by Lily Hyatt. It's just got a great Southern rock it, with the guitar and the organ. It has this great Southern rock feel to it. Um, and yes, Lily, I hate when people say it is what it is. <laughs> That's the, the best line on that whole. Yeah. I, I, and, and now every time I hear somebody say that, I immediately think of this song. So it's kind of funny. Well, and that's funny is that she said that because I've always said that because I would always say to people when they say it is what it is. And I go, what the else is it going to be? So I've always hated that line. So the fact that someone else 
hates it also. I just thought that was great. But just well, so yeah. everyone knows, the number one song about Portland is Portland by The Replacements. That's a good one. So so It Is What It Is is probably similar to what I used to say back in the 90s. What I used to say, and I, you, I think you gave me crap about this as well, because I used to say, well, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Is that something your grandpa taught you? Who who? I don't remember who told taught me that, but it's, you know, but it, but it's one of those things that you just say because you know that it's going to piss the other person off when you say it, or you have nothing else intelligent to say. No, that I did it just to piss people off, so it's all good. What? All right, um, I probably should use that on more episodes. <laughs> Uh, after I finished a real di- long diatribe that pisses you off. And I was like, well, you know, Wayne, take, take it for what it's worth. Uh, all right. Uh, my number nine is Exile from Taylor Swift and Boney Vare. I think I've seen this film before. So I'm leaving at the side door. So step right out. I did reach out to Taylor Swift's people to see if she would um, give us a clip for congratulations of uh, reaching number 150 and, you know, thanking us for including her on the list. But um, I didn't hear back from her people. No, I'm just kidding. We, I didn't do that because I already knew what the answer was going to be. Um, this is such a great combination. Ugh. Yes. Um, did, did, did you watch Taylor's special on Disney plus? I have not. Like I say, I did watch her documentary earlier in however long this has been going on. And, uh, I just love her. I think she's a phenomenal young woman and everything she does is, I have found value in. I really, the song I came across this year by her that I really liked, um, not necessarily as much as this one is, was getaway car. I somehow missed her previous album mm-hmm. and uh, really, I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely go check out the Disney plus special. Um, she talks with um, the, the, her two collaborators for this. So Jack Antonoff and um, is it Aaron Dresner? Um, I'm trying to remember which of the guys from the national it is. Um Sorry, I probably should have written down some better notes, but it was just kind of cool getting to know kind of the background of each of the songs and her wanting to do more of a stripped down Americana type type uh, record because you you mentioned the previous record. It's it's pretty. It's not my favorite. I'm just gonna put it put it out there. It's not my favorite because it is, I feel like, a little overproduced. It's very 
I, I'm sure that she was trying to create some songs that would be like stadium rocks songs that even makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, she's big time. I mean, ever since she's gone pop, uh, I, one of my, I mean, a complaint I brought up in the 1989 episode is I, I can't stand drum machines and Mm -hmm. most of her late and all her pop stuff has been produced without a real live drummer. I'm sure she has one on stage, but in, in the studio, it's all on a machine. And there's a, there's a coldness to that that you can't, you just can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. And on, and on this, this latest record of hers, there's no drums at all. No drum machine, no drums. What's your eight? Number eight is Two Wrongs by Ken Yates. When my life went off the tracks I had a panic attack But you still had my back Your loving was easy now Too shaky to lean on Too tired to be strong Too old to start again Too young to believe in you You're too proud to lose Too angry to feel too dark to see the light Two wrongs make us rain Two wrongs make us rain There's a great country sensibility to it without being overtly country. And the description of the relationship in this song sounds like half of every relationship that has included me. Uh, yeah, yeah, it pretty much describes you. Um, Ken's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to save my, I'm going to save my, uh, my stuff about Ken for, for later. Uh, Ken was nice enough to record us this, uh, this little sound clip. Hey, this is Ken Yates. You might remember me from the Jason Isbell episode. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to Ben and Wayne for including my song Quiet Talkers on their most listened to songs of the year episode. Uh, Love you guys and love the pod. Cheers. All right. Anything else on Ken Yates? What a great record. One of the best records of the year. Should I just throw the gauntlet down right now? Uh, You could throw it. I, I would, I wouldn't say that it's my favorite, but it's, it's definitely one of the best. Like I say, I think, of all of the records this year, I would I'm going to give the nod to "Selling Things" by Brian Dunn. Um, okay, with a close second to Will Hogue's. Uh, is it Tiny Movies? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm on record of saying Ken Yates' "Quiet Talkers" is my favorite record of the year. It's it's such a stellar record, and it's a it's a and it kind of is has become like the soundtrack of my 2020 um so anyways i'm gonna save some more stuff about can for later all right my number eight is i'm only human in parentheses i want to get out this is from maggie rose Take it anymore. 
getting so loud. And if you listen to our episode about Carol King's tapestry, you know how great Maggie is. And this song pretty much sums up my year as well because um, I recharge my batteries by getting out of the house, whether it's being around fellow music lovers at a live show or being around fellow baseball fans at a baseball game. I like to get out of the house and I work from home as well. So there are some days that the only time that I ever leave my house is for my morning walk. And sometimes that can be really depressing. Um, I will say this. Maggie is starting her own podcast called Salute the Songbird. And it's going to be available in January 2021. And I guess figure, uh, I guess she figured out after coming on our podcast that if guys like <laughs> Wayne and Ben can have a music podcast, uh, she could probably do it better. And uh, so I'm subscribed. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll we'll see how her, yeah, her podcast I, is. I, Baggy Rose figures prominently in the upper echelons of my list. I love this song too, though. It's got this great 80s kind of mainstream rock sound to it, kind of like a quarter flash Daryl Hall, you know, Hall and yeah. kind of a sound to it that obviously is part of my DNA. So there's always, there's just something super familiar about this. Like not, not necessarily like I've heard it before, but like comfortable, like this is my, this is my wheelhouse. I just, I love things that sound like this. Absolutely. All right. What's your next pick? What's number seven for you? My next pick is a song I believe is also on your list. Uh, Three Crow by Liz Longley. Yeah. This song is, it just, either this is personal and this is like an exorcism or she is as good as Bruce Springsteen about writing so, about something that she's heard about. Because this song is, there's like pain and violence uh, in this in this song where, I, and I guess, I guess the most almost ominous part of it is the 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 steadiness with which the narrator tells this story um it, it's it's this is a this is just a, a very good song it's a perfect song it, that that's how i sum it up it's a perfect song lyrics are fantastic super personal um if it didn't happen to her then she totally channeled that from somebody else into the emotion of it. Um, I won't try and do the, her, her part of, um, you know, the, I, I, you know, part, 
<laughs> probably just sounded like a real idiot when I said that. Um, but yeah, it this would have been my number seven as well. Uh, I will say this. I'm a proud lizard. That's what the followers of Liz are called. And uh, I'm one of the 1302. That's the number of people contributing to her Kickstarter to help fund her album release. And um, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't contribute more so that I could have gotten the vinyl. But um, I did get the MP3 files months before everyone else. So I've been rocking this album for most of this year. And it's just, it's great. Hey guys, Liz Longley here, and I just want to say a huge thank you for including Three Crow on your list of most listened to songs of the year. You know, because uh, we've talked about it, how crazy of a journey it was for me to put out Funeral from My Past, and this was the first single that came out, so to have it embraced by people like you, to know that you're listening and sharing, it just, it means a whole lot to me. So thank you for all the passion that you have for the music that you share on your podcast and for doing what you do. So I'm wishing you guys a happy, healthy holiday and hope to see you in 2021. But in the meantime, I'll be doing lots of online shows and I've launched a Patreon now. So there's lots of content I'm putting out until I get to see real humans again. Stay safe and I'll see you soon. Take care. All right. Well, since you picked Liz and I picked Liz, do I, do I get to, um, do I get to throw an extra pick in? (laughs) <laughs> for for this no okay because denied all right because i was going to throw deep sea diver and impossible wade out there instead so okay all right i've been denied all right what's your what's number six then he's so simple-minded he can't drive the module he bites on the neon and he sleeps in a capsule and he loves to be loved. Yeah, he loves to be loved. Well, I love to be loved. Ow! Number six is The Gene Genie by Reverend Sean Amos. He And he explained on the show that he believes everything is a blues song. And he could not have picked a, a better choice to, to make that statement than taking this, you know, 70s glam rock uh, song about, you know, inspired by Iggy Pop and then turning it into this raw dark brooding blues song that at the same time keeps the, you know, nothing changes in the the structure or the vibe of this song. He, he, it's not David Bowie, but it's still the Gene Genie. It's just, um, it's incredible. It, it, the first time I heard it, it, it moved me. Um, and it's just another example of you take a great song and you can, you can turn it upside down, you can spin it, but if you really try to if you try to sing it or create it 
something with it in a, in a genuine manner, you just can't mess it up. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and of course we had, we had Rev on for an episode. And that was a great episode. Uh, we, you know, both discovered, uh, Joan Armatrading. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that I have four Joan Armatrading records now in my collection. Not, not, not the one that we talked about. I haven't been able to find that one, but, uh, there's been a few in the, uh, uh, dollar bins that I've, uh, that I've, uh, retrieved and uh, added to my collection. Oh, and, um, shout out to a friend of the podcast, Bud Verge. Bud's hooked me up with a couple Joan records. Bud's hooked me up with some records this year. Big, big kudos to Bud. Um, and I guess while I'm shouting out for people who have given me uh, albums, so um, shout out to Phil Burke as well. He hooked me up with some Beat Farmers records. Hell yeah. Yeah. So not only did uh, Phil come on uh, to, to talk about uh, Van Gogh, but uh, yeah, he hooked me up with, he hooked me up with some, some records. So thanks, Phil. Um, all right. Number six for me is... Pete Yorn's The World. The world is a crazy place And I just can't take it sometimes You're ever in a rush You don't know what to expect And even in the mud You can't get that upset I got to give kudos to Aaron Lee Tazjan for turning me onto the song because we um, we had him on an episode to talk about Matthew Sweet, and um, you know we were asking what 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 songs are getting him through this, and he he turned me onto the song. So I will say this: had Aaron's song called "Up All Night" been released earlier in the year, it may have made this list. So that's a good one too. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to his next record that's coming out in early 2021. All right. Next up, what you got? Walk me home by Brian Dunn. What else could you have to do? Wake up tomorrow in your lonely little room. There's a chance we could both be dead by then. Life is Selling Things, I, I think, is is my favorite record of the year. It almost had two uh, selections on here. I think Getting Wrecked on Election Day uh, is another brilliant song, really captures um, 
I got to believe it captures more of, of a different generation's feel on that day in 2016 that we uh, somehow have almost lived through. Um, but when you add Caroline Spence's voice to something, you're, you're only going to make it better. Um, and I know this is a bold statement, but I, I, I really think this kid is the next Bruce Springsteen. He just has, he's just that good of a storyteller. Yeah. I love him. Um, and Brian gave us a sound clip. Here we go. Hey guys, uh, Brian Dunn here. I uh, just wanted to say thank you for putting Walk Me Home on your most listened to songs list. I appreciate that. For those of you listening, Walk Me Home is a song off my uh, newest album, Selling Things, available anywhere you can get music. Um, hope you guys are having a good uh, holiday season and hope you're staying safe and have a happy new year and I'll, I'll see you soon. Yeah, this was a record that I came back to a lot um, and... I knew you were going to pick a Brian Dunn song, so um, I didn't want you to pull another. No, you can't pick another song (laughs) instead of Three Crow um, deal. So I I I left him off my list, but it's not because I don't like Brian because he's awesome, and um, we really need to have him back on so that we can talk about Eddie Lives. Uh, I still haven't seen it. Have you seen it? No. Uh, anyways, we should have, we should do like a mystery science theater, uh, to watch Eddie lives. We're talking about Eddie and the cruisers part two, which, uh, I guess is not, not good, but all right. <laughs> I can only imagine. All right. Number five for me. So, you know, this guy, he is, uh, uh, a friend of ours. This is Ian Jones's Liars, Criminals, Beggars, and Thieves. Now, when the last fight's done and new one's all, you barely got time to breathe. And they build you up and they rip you down unless your roots run deep. They take out your legs, arms behind your back. And when you're down on your knees, you know you found the liars, criminals, beggars, and thieves. And the howling wind, it comes rushing in. It's never been like this, you plead. So he's, he's, he's our bud from, from high school. He put out a record last year called Results Not Typical. I feel bad for Ian. Because I think he had every intention of touring really hard in 2020 to promote that record. Instead, of course, you know what what happened. Um, but he put out a really good tune that describes the political culture of this past year. And I know that Ian is a Dylan fan. And though you can hear the inspiration influence on the song, this is not a Dylan ripoff song. It's just a really great song. And I hope people go check that out and, and, and I, give. I got a really, I can say, I think a lot of it's the organ, but there's a, there's a definitely a, the band feel yeah. which, I mean, to the music part of it. So yeah, great song. Yeah. And we're not just saying that and not just putting him on the list because he's a friend, but I played this song a lot. And Ian, of course, uh, provided the sound clip here we go hi this is ian jones from seattle washington and i am just piping in here to thank ben and wayne 
from the Records Revisited podcast for having one of my songs, Liars, Criminals, Beggars, and Thieves, uh, which seems uh, was the number five most listened to song of the of the their podcast. And uh, I'd like to thank him for putting it on there. Um, this has been a strange year for all in the music industry. And, uh, you know, we had our record release, which was supposed to happen at South by Southwest in March, uh, along with subsequent um, residencies in Austin and Nashville, all canceled because of this COVID mess. And uh, so the record, uh, Results Not Typical, never really got to get it never got its due. We never got to tour on it, never got to plug it. But I know that Ben and Wayne have been uh, resourceful in at least getting some of the tracks out there, and I thank them for that. I've got a new record we're working on, but we've been kind of trickling out some of the singles. The first, which was uh, Liars, Criminals, Beggars, and Thieves uh, earlier this year. And we just uh, last week dropped the second single called Hallelujah, available on Spotify and all over the web. Uh, everything is... Ian Jones Seattle, so Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, everything is uh, Ian Jones Seattle. And uh, again, I'd like to thank Ben and Wayne for doing all you guys are doing for everyone out there. Every little bit helps, and if everyone pitches in, we can all uh, hopefully come out of this unscathed. So thanks again, guys. Keep going. Be happy to come on a podcast again anytime you want. And... uh Here's to a better 2021, right? All right, take care. All right, Wayne, tell me what number four is for you. This is my favorite song off of the the latest from Grace Potter. It's called Shout It Out. is amazing i believe it came out late 2019 i found it january i would say of 2020 um uh, it's a breakup record which i <laughs> i'm a huge fan of the breakup record and uh this one uh, this it's it's the her vocals in the cor- in the verses smolder and then it gets into this pre-chorus and then by the chorus it they just they just catch fire um, so, so, and it's a really, it's a great album, but this is the particularly the highlight of it. Did you put that as your number four? Cause you knew that my number four was a, also a breakup song. I did not consult your list when I painstakingly okay. put these in order about an hour ago. Painstakingly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I was not familiar at all with this song. This was the one song that I had to go check out cause I, there are certain artists that I feel bad that I just really haven't done a deep dive on. Grace Potter is one of them. And I know that, that considering that I'm more of the Americana guy, it's kind of a shame that I haven't done more of a deep dive on her, but 
Um, I will, uh, I will rectify that soon. All right. My number four, you know, him, you love him. This is Rick Brantley's 40 days and 40 nights. Past the point of pride now. There's nothing left to hide now. And if it falls apart, you can call my heart alive. Just give me 40 days and 40 nights we could leave the world And outside of another song of mine that's coming up next on my list, this would be the oldest song on my list. It's off of his EP, which is called Lo-Fi from 2015. And he was a referral to us to come on the podcast from David Bournet. And the first time I heard this just hit me. The whole, the whole EP. We might as well just keep talking about it. Cause my number three is also off of that EP. Um, but not only that Waterloo, um, his incredible version of, uh, try a little tenderness by, uh, Otis, um, half mile Hill that finishes it. That EP is, I'm just shocked that it wasn't something that I had heard of previously. And uh, he provided this sound clip. This is probably my favorite sound clip that we got because not only did he call us heartless bastards um, in it, but he also said, um, thanks for putting me on whatever the crap list you're doing on this or something to that effect. So so anyways... um, Hey everybody, this is Rick Brantley. I just wanted to say thank you to Ben and Wayne from the Records Revisited Podcast for including my songs on their top whatever it is uh, for 2020 list, the craziest year we can all remember. Uh, And to tell you that I so enjoyed being on this podcast to speak about Christopherson's eponymous LP from 1970. And while they are heartless bastards who lack grace in breakups, they're pretty good guys that know more about music than all of us combined. So go and give a listen to the podcast, listen to all of our songs, and thank you guys for having me on. Happy holidays to everyone out there. I'm on record of saying that, um, so we did a lot of episodes this year, as you you know, um, because you remind me all the time when I tell you what the recording schedule is looking like and the chris christopherson episode that we did is one of my Uh, favorites of this year that was that was so much fun i yeah that one was is right up there with my favorite like i say when he thought that he had radicalized me i i just that made me laugh all the way inside uh Uh, he's a lot he's a super smart a lot of fun he really introduced uh me to uh I think the 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 real reason that people still talk about Chris Christopherson, he's a phenomenal songwriter. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Um, 
So did you did you say what your number three was? My number three is Enough Rope by Rick Brantley. I never did make master sergeant, was never too good at kissing ass. I guess I could have tried a little bit harder. There's always that. But money talks and liquor whispers, and I have listened to them both. And chance is slim, fate is fickle, life is short. There you go. And I've learned less than I've forgotten. There's still more I wish I didn't know And a man will hang himself most likely If you give him enough rope This is not only one of my favorite songs of the year, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, I want this played at my funeral, and if at all possible, by Rick. Um, but just some of the high, some of the best lines, too many girls with long eyelashes might've married two or three. Uh, yep. Guilty. Um, there's a line in there about never making master sergeant, never too good at kissing ass. Um, could have tried a little harder. There's always that. It's just, uh, it's just a brilliant song. It's one of those songs that when you, you like say, people can write songs about their life, but when they think when it feels like they wrote a song about your life, it really, it, that's, that's the, that connection that you can't, you just can't explain or, or replace. Well, if you're making requests for Rick to play at your funeral, can I make a request that when we get back to playing live music at some point, I want to be the harmony guy for singing 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. It's just, like I say, he doesn't have to honor it. He's a smoker too, I think. So it might, might not might not work out that way. Uh, is, is my voice too crisp? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I was talking about Rick being able oh, to. Oh, you're talking about a playing at your funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, I think I you know. should absolutely make that request. Yeah. All right. I'll join I'll make, you. I'll make in that. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number three. Crawling back to you. Tom Petty. I keep crawling back to you. I keep crawling back to you. Hey, baby, there's something in your eyes trying to say to me that I'm going to be all right. So this is just so you know, I know you guys don't like that, but no, I know at least partially about heroin. I think it is about heroin. I'm, I'm okay about people (laughs) singing about songs about heroin. I'll just, but I'll just insert that and say it's a love song because it is a love song. It is a love song. (laughs) Imagine if, yeah, I've never been hooked on a smack, but I, I bet it's that kind of love. It sounds, I mean, from everything I've ever read or seen. Yeah. 
I, I already love this album so much, but then getting the remastered version on vinyl, it's just magical. Like this song, though it was my second favorite song off the record based on my scores, I think that this got a few extra listens. And also the fantastic Margot Price version that she did for the the Petty Birthday Celebration. Oh my gosh. So good. She needs to she needs to record that and and release that. It's so good. Yeah, that's the one from when we did that episode and I spent that week listening to it. That's the one that just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. Yeah. And the, it's one of those songs that the more you hear it, um, you hear something new every time, you it, you like it more every time. It's it's that kind of song. Did you get your Spotify wrapped? Um uh top tens and all that top fives yeah it's mostly stuff that we did yeah uh, on the podcast there are topics not so much my number one is tom petty my number two is tom petty and the heartbreakers (laughs) (laughs) so so if you want to know where my mind space has been so this year when we did have a couple weeks off from recording that's what i did I listened to Tom Petty and I went through all of his catalog. And I think the reason why Tom Petty, not the breakers, heartbreakers was tops was because the, the box sets are under Tom Petty and not under Tom Petty and the heartbreakers. So there you go. All right. What's number two. Uh, Number two is help myself by Maggie Rose. This is a brilliantly written song. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about it. Uh, it's just a brilliantly written song and it absolutely explodes with soul when she gets to the chorus. It's just, uh, it's just, it's phenomenal. It's, I could listen to this song 20 times a day and never get tired of it. Is comparison, but I take it every day like it's medicine. I wash it all down with the state I'm in to keep it genuine. What's that again? I'm journaling every day, meditating. I've been waiting. Why am I levitating, baby? We're all just out of our mind. One step away from finding dandy. Pills and candy. Gotta cut straight to the happy ending, baby. We're all just out of our heads. Despite what the experts said, I'm only here to help. I just We've already gushed about Maggie, so I'm I'm just going to go to my number two, unless you have anything else to say. I don't know what else I could say. All right. She's awesome. Yep. So another former guest of the podcast is making my number two. So this is Alternate Roots with If I Ever. And if I ever get out of this, I'm going to drive a little faster. I'm going to play my music.
might remember um, them from the Abbey Road episode. And all I can say on this one is if you want a good cry, go watch the video for this song. It's <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, anyways, uh, I love these dudes. Uh, definitely check out the Abbey Road episode. That was that was pretty great. I mean, I'm on record saying that's my favorite Beatles record. So, um, again, it was just, you know, we've, we've done some, we've done some quality episodes. That was, that was quality episode. Oh yeah. I think so. Not to, well, I, I was going to say not to pat myself on the back too much, but ah, this yeah, is episode yeah. 150. We're patting ourselves on the back for this one. So, all right. Um, what's your number one? My number one is not by guest, but by potential guest and a, a sought after guest. It's The Overthrow by Will Hogue. First ran off a dead ship, see you sinking like a stone. TV preacher with a fat lip. Crying in the pulpit all alone I can see through you Like a cheap sheet of glass Sell a promise to a poor man It's got this completely prophetic nature about it. Like the whole thing, I know it was wishful thinking at the time, but I don't even know that we could have imagined, even though we probably suspected that that narcissist would never admit and that we would, it would literally come down to dragging his punk ass out of the White House. Uh, it completely seems like it's going to, and Will Hogue <laughs> saw the writing on the wall. Um, there's just so much frenetic energy in this. It has a, it definitely has a, a, a kind of a, it's a, it's a rocker, but it's, yeah. it's got a, it's got some, it's got like a lot of nostalgic elements to it. I mean, it sounds almost like some sort of eighties rave up. It's, it's, it's just a great song. I like to say some great lines in there, Darth Vader with a spray tan, you know, <laughs> is it a uh, slow dancing with a straw man with a, you know, with a match and gasoline and, you know, the monkeys, you know, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a great song. And, and uh, so shut up and just play music. Will shut up and just, play, no, I'm just kidding. You can, I hope that will never changes. I, I, you know, and all the people who have gotten on the socials and have complained about will being political. I'm like, um, he's always been political. You're the dumbass that didn't pay attention. Well, he's an American and everybody has their opinion. And you know what? Everybody wants to use social media for what they want to use it for. And it that's, you know, he's using it for, he, he has a career. He's not, you know, he's going to be true to himself. I can say I saw them. I saw Will live with Stephen uh, Kellogg on the gentleman of the road tour a little bit back. Um, if they ever do that again, I recommend anybody see that two of them on stage the whole time going back and forth, pulling stuff out, you know, 
the only thing Stephen Kellogg did not say uh, best did not play best of me, but that's all right. I, I that was my introduction to Will Hogue, and I'm absolutely uh, a fan, a huge fan. Yep, yep. All right, um, and if Will's listening, yeah, we need to make this happen, Will. 2021 records revisited podcast you need to come on all right i'll shut up now wait this has become like the inside joke isn't it like we don't i i feel like we we've been pretty good about not having any of these inside jokes but this has become an inside joke for us because we've really tried we've tried multiple times to get will on the show so well we're whittling it down we're 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 friends with everybody that knows him and has worked with him. So at some point, it's about, it's, I, I just think it's a matter of time now. Time is on our side. I feel like he's produced like every single guest that we've had on in 2020. So, yeah, it, only, it seems like it's only a matter of time. But anyways, we love, we love Will. All right. My number one, uh, I already alluded to this earlier. I'm on record saying quiet talkers is my favorite record of the year so it just seems natural that what song is number one on my list quiet talkers quiet talkers cigarette ash inside a token heart like an elevator I asked you why you cover up your tent said only cause you have to I can't argue with that It's the middle of the night But you're easy to talk to when you're wasted It's the middle of the night But you're easy to talk to when you're wasted It's the I, I love this record, Death. It's one that I have played the most this year. That's even beating out Jason Isbell, Fiona Apple. Um, yeah, it's so when I got my my Spotify Wrapped list and it said your favorite song was Quiet Talkers, I'm like I'm not surprised at all by that. So, um, all right, I think we've. I think we've done it, right? Talked we've talked about all these these wonderful, wonderful musicians. We have. Anything else we we need to say about number one fifty? I you know what? I, I I don't know that I thought this day would come, but I'm glad it's here. I guess I thought uh, it would have happened quicker with the schedule you've set. <laughs> <laughs> come to think of it probably should have happened in September based on the schedule. Right. But yeah, this is, this has been fun. I, when we started this podcast back in November of 2018, I, I kind of thought that I had maybe a hundred episodes in me, <laughs> you know, I, I thought that that's a good run. A hundred episodes is a good run. I, I'm going to go on record for all the listeners out there and, and to you as well. Um, we're just getting started. Like we've been doing this for two years. I feel like the last couple months we've kind of come into our own. I've, I've realized that 
you and I are seeing less ums <laughs> and, and and having more coherent sentences strung together. So I, I think we're just getting started. And the, the fact that Okay, so I'm going to this is this is me being self-congratulatory, okay? The fact that we are booking guests at 2 months in advance tells tells me that people want to come on our podcast. And that is that is super um that's super humbling and I'm super appreciative of that, that, that people, people are, are asking us if they can come on our podcast. And that's, uh, that is some cool stuff. So thank you to all of the guests who have appeared on, on our show. Thank you to all the, 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 the manager management and, and PR folks that have entrusted us with, with, uh, with their clients to, to, to come on our podcast. Thank you to all of our wonderful guests who have a great time with us, who refer their, their friends over to us and, and tell them, dude, you're going to have a good time if you come on podcast with Wayne and Ben. And so, um, and, and thank you to all the listeners for, for all of you who, who share you, these episodes, who have taken the time to, to subscribe, who have taken the time to rate and review us. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right. You ready to take, um, take some time off for the, for the holidays? <laughs> I believe it when I see it. So even though we will have some episodes that come out during the holidays, um, We've recorded those in advance, so we are going to take two weeks off. Hmm. No recording. Take take some time off. Wow. I've got I've I've got a stack of books here that I have been meaning <sighs> to me. to read. <clears throat> yeah, I got to finish the. Tr- uh, I'm I'm killing myself. I got to I'm trying to read one piece of fiction and one nonfiction, and I'm I'm accomplishing zero. Sorry, that's that's my doing. No, it's not your fault. I can't even blame this one on you. Really? Yeah. Blame everything else time scheduling on me. So fair enough. Okay. All right. Uh what and what are you reading? Uh nineteen eighty four by George Orwell and Trouble Boys by About the Replacements. I'm surprised it's taken you this long to finish that. I'm very close to the end. It's okay. uh what amazes me is how a group of individuals had no intention of being successful. That's that sums it up. Yeah, that sums it up. All right. Well, I'm hoping over Christmas break to finally finish the uh, Chris Cornell biography from Corbin Corbin Reef. Who we I got that. Uh, that's I got that in the queue. Yeah, it's 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 in my stack next to my Edgar Martinez autobiography. So, all right. Let's wrap this up. So if you're listening to this, you already know where you can find us. So um, go, uh, go, go join in our conversations out there on the, on the socials. Get, let, let me see if you can do the outro. Can you do the outro by yourself? Uh, hold on. <laughs>
No, you just put me on the spot. I can't. I did. I did. I did put you on the spot. I just froze. The deer in <laughs> headlights. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Please go support the arts. I would tell you to go to a live show, but you know the drill on that right now for 2020. So definitely go support your favorite musicians on any of the live streaming events that you that uh, that you might be a part of. Um, go check out Roger Harvey's. We already talked about Roger Harvey's live stream. Go go check that out on December 19th. All right, visit a record store. You can do that. Just mask up and be safe. Okay. We are Records Revisited, and we are out. out.